We are calling Zimbabwe. Why are we calling Zimbabwe? Because there's a qualifying tournament for the World Cup on now. And our very own Mitch McLennigan is part of the commentary team over there. Mitch, Zimbabwe. First of all, have you been there before? Yeah, I've been there uh, 2015 with the uh, old Black Caps. Uh, Unfortunately, lost the first game, but uh, we bounced back uh, strongly. Uh, So a country of fond memories. Um, but it's been even fonder now, mate. It's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, it's been a great tournament so far. So it's surprising to me that teams like the West Indies and Sri Lanka have to go. It's like a repercharge, really. They don't make it in their mm. in their own right. How have those two teams in particular been going? Oh, look, I, I know it's going to change the next cycle. I think there's going to be a few more teams that are going to qualify automatically. Um, but in terms of like right now, um, it's just the way it is, right? I, I think the West Indies in particular are probably a little bit disappointed with how things have gone. Sri Lanka's been outstanding. They've really been high quality. Um, they've brought Mahela Jawadna in as a, uh, a consultant, and um, he's kind of been directing the team, and um, they've been very clinical so far, but... The real story of this tournament, mate, has been Zimbabwe. Mm. They have been unbelievable. They really, really have. Craig Irvine, Sekunda Raza, uh, um, Sean Williams. Sean Williams is 36 years old. Um, Anyone who's followed New Zealand cricket for some time realised he performed quite well in the last series New Zealand had in Zimbabwe. But he scored 107 to about 110 balls the other day. And he backed it up with 100 off about 80 deliveries. So he's been uh, one of the surprise packages of this whole tournament. And Zimbabwe, the crowds that they've been able to produce over here has just lifted them to a different level, mate. Are they good enough to threaten when they get to the big dance, do you think? Is this is this a resurgent Zimbabwe that we haven't seen since, I don't know, the Flowers and Heath Streak, etc.? Yeah, I mean, Andy's here in commentary um, and off-air. Andy Flower is absolutely confident that these guys are going to be able to maybe not win a World Cup. I mean, that's probably maybe a stretch too far for this side. But in terms of being able to upset and make a really good run for the semis, the quarterfinals, he, he genuinely believes that these guys have got what it takes. Um, at the other end of the scale, disappointments, I'd have to say Ireland, who've been threatening and they've taken scalps in the past, haven't it been a great tournament for them? They've been terrible, mate. They've been absolutely terrible, mate. Um, and look, for ever, anyone who follows New Zealand cricket, um, Heinrich Milan used to be with CD Cricket. They used to he used to be with Auckland. Um, he's been at the helm of this campaign, and and quite honestly, mate, he, he'll be absolutely distraught with how they've gone. They haven't looked like firing a shot. The team hasn't looked like they're going to be firing the same line that the whole organisation wants to go in. So they'll be super disappointed. I, if I'm going to be completely honest, after having been at the games, having watched the games, I believe that they've probably taken Oman and Scotland a little bit lightly um, in terms of what they thought that, that they were going to bring to the table. And it cost them. It really did cost them. Um, Scotland's very depleted. McLeod's been retired. Um, 
Courtier as well, he's just retired. So Scotland, in terms of their win over Ireland, was probably the biggest win of the competition, barring Netherlands beating West Indies, um, obviously. Um, in terms of that, I, I, I genuinely think that Scotland will be stoked with where they are now. They've taken two, two points through. They've got a real opportunity of may, maybe qualifying for the World Cup. One other team I wanted to ask you about, Mitch McLennigan joining us out of Zimbabwe, uh, was the USA. Now they've got a professional league starting soon. Um, do they look like they know how to play cricket, Mitch? Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. Um, they don't. And from, yeah, I think I had real high hopes for the USA. I mean, Liam Plunkett come in in an operational role obviously a World Cup winning uh, fast bowler understands what it takes to to win a championship and even him being involved has not really helped the USA and which is really disappointing right like I think they've got they've got so many people who play cricket it just comes down to um, really just comes down to the organisation and, and how well organised they are. And they're a long way off. Everything I've heard, they're just a little bit disorganised. For me, listening to that as like a, a fan of cricket and, and the resources they have available, it's a little bit disappointing. But with the introduction of the MLC and a few T10 competitions, uh, you know, it might take four or five years for them to really come into the frame of being a, a competitive force on the world stage. Right, so this this qualifying tournament, uh, we're in the Super Sixes now. Could you just tell us what happens from here on in? Um, I know you carried points through that you earned off the teams that have made the Super Sixes, mm. etc. We've had one game of that now. How many teams make it to the World yeah. Cup, and who will those teams be in your mind? Um, well, Zimbabwe won today, and it was a close one against Oman. If Oman had upset them, it probably would have. Um, throwing a few spanner in the works, but Zimbabwe makes it through. They've got to win one more game. They might not even need to one more game. Um, so they're in a really strong position. West Indies, if they win three out of three, they beat. If they beat Zimbabwe, if they beat Sri Lanka, uh, they could be in with a chance of of qualifying. But my gut take, mate, is that it's going to be Zimbabwe. And Sri Lanka going through, which uh, which is obviously upsetting for the Sri Lankan side. Uh, sorry, for the West Indies side, um, not to go to a World Cup, but that just is how it is. They just haven't performed, and the loss to the Netherlands. Um, you know what, mate? At 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 the expense of a couple of great New Zealanders, Asia, um, and also uh, Logan Van Beek. I think they've been they've been instrumental in bringing the downfall of the West Indies as well. So um, it's it's nice to have a, a New Zealand flair here in Zimbabwe. But uh, yeah, I, I would say Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe go through. I'd be super surprised if anything other happens. But such is the nature of these qualifiers, mate. It can change in a day. Mm. So we'll just wait and see. All right, Mitch. I'll let you go. I know it's late in Bulawayo. Uh, Carry on. It sounds like it's a lot of fun over there, and I'm going to keep a close eye on your selections of Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe, and especially the rise and rise of uh, Zimbabwe. It's pretty exciting for world cricket that we might have another another contender. So you enjoy the rest of your time over there, mate. 
Cheers, brother. Thank you. Oh, Mitchie McLean again. Hydrated? Would you say, Robbie? Would you say Mitch is hydrated? I'd say that. Yeah. Having a good time, though. Having a good time. And I, look, to be honest, I haven't watched much of the um, of that qualifying tournament, but um, he is pretty fizzed up about Zimbabwe's chances. And they've been in the in the outer for a long, long time in the, on the world cricket stage, haven't they, Robbie? Like, you follow cricket um, religiously. I think it would be great to have them competitive. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I, I haven't been following it um, as much as I would have liked to as well. And um, but yeah, no, as you say, Zimbabwe have been, um, you know, there are thereabouts. They've competed at um, quite a lot of big tournaments. But yeah, no, haven't haven't really um, haven't really got there in terms of results. And yeah, as you say, it'll be great to see them succeed and get through and see what they can do on the subcontinent in this World Cup. Yeah, just have another competitor. You know, just have another meaningful competitor. Um, I think it's great for them, uh, a country that's just so torn by internal ructions to give them a little bit of hope. And the scenes in the crowd, the scenes out there in the crowd, um, dancing and singing, and I, I was quite surprised. They have whole schools in their uniforms singing songs and dancing to drums and just looks like an amazing atmosphere. I mean, I've never had an inkling to go to Zimbabwe um, just because it's quite a dangerous place. I'm led to believe I might be wrong. Um but yeah, it looks a good time. Um, so we wish those teams well. So let's keep an eye on Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka's fortunes as they push to be part of the main draw of the World Cup um, coming up, which we're going to be at without Michael Bracewell and probably without Kane Williamson. Mm, give me a percentage chance of Kane Williamson playing, Robbie. I would say 15. Oh, wow, that's small. I, I, yeah, I, I think he's... He's like he's wanting to be optimistic and hopeful, but I just they're wanting to make the public optimistic and hopeful, and obviously we would love to have him there. But yeah, I I just think it was a big injury, and I I don't like the chances. Mm. Who's the ready-made replacement? Ooh, George Worker. I agree. <sighs> Hashtag George Worker for World Cup. Let's go.